Hello people, this is the Mad Scientist Supreme, talking today about crops, food crops, stuff we grow, to eat, yes, we eat, well, there's an interesting article in Science Magazine, 10 April 2020, page 122, help for wheat fungal disease comes from a surprising source. Resistance gene found in wild grass originated in a fungus. Yes, genes do transfer from animal to animal, plant to plant, plants to animals, animals to plants. We do have some gene hopping going around out there. From viruses to funguses, the DNA of the earth is changing it does move place to place now these places these movements are very sporadic very rare so they are mostly ignored but if you're going to grow something and you want to improve it there are many ways of doing it now we can genetically alter a specific gene in order to increase or decrease a specific function. So we can go into wheat with a virus, alter a specific piece of DNA, and have the wheat grow larger ears or larger kernels. However, according to the current laws, if you do that, then you have to go through millions and millions of dollars worth of testing. But if you take that same gene, let's say it's in a fungus, and you mix that fungus with the wheat seeds and grow them, and the gene happens to transfer over, now it has happened naturally. So now you don't have to go through any testing because it's a natural mutation. You can spread it out there and people will be able to have their food. Now, you cannot patent that. The first method, when you alter it intentionally, you can patent that change so that all the wheat grown is yours. Everybody growing it has to pay you a royalty. Well, that's why you get your money back. But if it happens naturally, then once it's out there, anybody can get some of the seeds and grow their own, and they don't have to pay you nothing. So, there is pros and cons both ways. If you're looking just to feed people, then you want it open. You don't want any patents on it. If you're looking to make money, huh, well, of course, then you want your patents. So, if you're going to go out there and you want to just feed people, I suggest you set up a charity, get people to donate, do the research, get it changed naturally, and then get it out there, and people will eat more. And you can even name it after some of the uh, sponsors of the charity, or name it after the charity. And that way, people, people that donate to charities generally like their name recognized, might like it recognized that they're the ones that did this. So, I encourage you to go out there, start a nice charity, 
for increasing food production and start changing the world. Now, I've detailed on a few other podcasts how several different ways of doing this can be done. From growing seed size, such as carrots and cabbage, etc., make those seeds larger so that the plants will grow faster. We could make them grow faster so once they're planted they sprout much, much quicker as it is now. It may be a week, two weeks before they actually sprout after planting. There's, there's a genetic trigger that has them grow at a certain time. We can uh, breed them for quick growing and for seed size so that they will grow at the earliest stages much faster. And there's many other advancements that can be done, but if you do it naturally, there's no way to patent it. So yes, set up a charity, get paid for that charity, and charity work does pay, and abide by all the regulations because the government will come after you because the current seed companies are going to get irked about this, and they will try to bribe the government officials to shut you down. So, make sure all the rules are followed, make sure you hire the regulator's cousin, niece, daughter, you know, etc., so that they don't come after you. Yes, that is the world we live in. We have to pay off the regulators. But, don't live in the world you wish you had, live in the world we have. Thank you very much. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, signing out.